Welcome to The Fintech Effect. This show is about innovation and the impact that fintechs have had on incumbents and how they are evolving in response. I'm your host, Sue Britton. I've spent my entire career inside big and small fintechs creating solutions for financial institutions. And in every situation, there are a few common characteristics that innovators need. Passion, curiosity, courage, and the willingness to fail. My goal is to share wisdom for those innovating to help them along their journey. Hope you enjoy. Hi, it's Sue from Firefly Growth, and uh, I'm here with a solo uh, version of the FinTech Effect. I wanted to just um, touch on a bank that is uh, a mature in terms of its innovation capability and talk a little bit about a couple of the things that I you know, thought were super interesting, most of which um, I got from an interview that uh, David Breer from 11FS, CEO of 11FS, uh, did with Bill Winters, who's their group CEO of uh, Standard Charter Bank. And, um, but if you, you know, do a little research, you, you'll, you know, see that the evidence is there that a lot of what was talked about in that podcast is, um, is just the tip of the iceberg, um, frankly. And, um, and so on this page, you know, it's uh, some of the insights from that podcast. Again, 11FS, you just have to Google 11FS, uh, 11FS, Bill Winters, uh, probably it'll come up as your first uh, search result. Um, it was just in August of 2023 when they when they released it. Um, so the CEO, uh, he's been with the organization for uh, I don't know a handful of years, and um, obviously is a very forward thinking um, CEO. But um, some of the things that he said, uh, which you know are just on the left hand side of the screen here, um, is you know. The things that have that that he highlighted that have made them successful. So one, you know, is that um, test and learn and fail before you do real damage. I thought that was these are mostly quotes. Um, I thought that was super interesting, right? Like, you know, uh, and in in my experience, you know, organizations are really nervous about putting things in front of customers um, because of that so-called damage that you can do, and certainly in a regulated environment. Um, that obviously is quite serious, uh, but there are lots of ways to test and learn um, uh, with customers um, that won't cause any damage at all. And, and from, you know, creating a, a beta testing customer group to, um, you know, uh, I guess it depends, you know, uh, it depends essentially on, you know, um, what it is you're trying to test and how, how, so how, how high risk it is. Um, the other thing was, uh, he talked a lot about, and I'll touch on this, uh, on a subsequent slide, but about embracing new business models. And, um, one example of that was, you know, it's a very new business model, not to own the customer in, in some of the, uh, innovation that they've been testing. Um, partnerships are a marriage. I love that. Um, they're really important. They are not, uh, transactional. They're actually, you know, if you're going to partner, and in this case, he means partner with, you know, organizations that also have an equal, you know, sort of um, stake uh, in, in, you know, the success in, and 
um, probably more product-oriented partnerships than tech-oriented partnerships. But regardless, all partnerships are, um, uh, they're not uh, fill out this order and give me this, you know, service. Um, the days, days are long gone for that kind of um, transaction and in, uh, in how fast things are moving. Um, and then, you know, needing to make it easy, easier to get things done, you know, dealing with the culture, dealing with the tensions. The last thing he said, um, which David Breer asked him, um, you know, what advice would you give? And he said, if you are at a fork in a road, in the road, take it. And it took me a second. Um, he literally meant take both. So, you know, uh, you're not going to be able to guarantee that you've made the right decision at that fork in the road. So do both, right? Um, assuming that it's a, a fork in the road where there's literally just two options. Um, anyway, I thought that was really interesting. So have a listen to the podcast, but let me talk a little bit about what I learned about Standard Chartered Bank. Um, it's a mid-sized bank. Um, it would be mid-sized global bank. It would be about the same size as uh, one of our top banks in Canada. Um, but it, uh, it operates across you know, 120 countries. It's a personal and business banking focused bank. And today, all of the innovation is structured under um, what they call SC Ventures. So I would imagine if you go back five years ago, um, you probably wouldn't ha uh, have everything so nice and neat and tidy in SC Ventures. Uh, but SE Ventures is, it's a sub, so it actually reports separately. That is a great strategy for, you know, when you want to protect um, the, uh, you know, the efforts of, of, you know, something that doesn't financially, uh, you know, perform the same way that your core business does. So you can create a separate business unit um, and, uh, and then, you know, it ha has less scrutiny from, you know, frankly, from uh, shareholders, right? And it's, uh, I'm sure shareholders would be happy to hear that you're investing in innovation. But the way they've structured it is they've got innovation, ventures, investments, partnership, and then this entrepreneurship program. Um, and uh, uh, this is, you know, um, little sort of screenshots of each one of those. So they've got ventures that they've um, created, kind of like the RBC Ventures program. Um, in Canada, they've got investments that they've made. Um, a lot of the investments in, in Canada that are uh, um, yeah, made in, into fintechs, most of them are done through, you know, VC um, funds and uh, where, you know, financial institutions are limited partners. Um, but but they, there are some corporate programs like uh, NA Ventures is one of them where there's investing in you know, fintechs um, directly themselves. Um, they've got this, what they call the innovation uh, proof of concept approach that they describe. Um, they have a specific focus on partnerships as well. Um, and they talk about, you know, what their approach is to that. And then the entrepreneurship program, it's interesting. Like I, I think the, the, what they've got there where they say, you know, it's a, is it better to ask one genius to, <laughs> to solve a problem? or 1,000 um, average Joes. And then they've said, the answer is both. So they're saying, look, like we, maybe they started with an intrapreneurship program, but at the end of the day, all of this combined is what drives the success of SC Ventures. 
and of the innovation mandate at uh, Standard Chartered. So um, you can't, you cannot, you know, sort of create this overnight. This is something that uh, takes some time, and probably the, I would say, one of the only financial institutions in Canada that I think is anywhere close to this is RBC. Um, and uh, but anyway, I'm not not uh, not not here to pick on our Canadian financial institutions. And then the last thing I just wanted to show you is a couple of examples of these digital banks that they've uh, launched through um, innovation. And uh, in, in the first case, it was Mox, which is a digital bank in Hong Kong. Crazy impressive results. So they launched it in September 2022, um, opened just under half a million new accounts in 2022. So they only launched it in September, so that would be in four months. 9% of the available market. So clearly meeting a need, clearly, you know, they did their work um, to test and prove that this was the right thing to do. Um, and then they went and actually built on the, uh, the MOX um, capability to launch Trust. Trust is a very different, um, uh, you know, solution in that it is a joint venture between uh, fair price group and standard chartered. So it's actually not um, a product that is owned by standard chartered. It would be more like um, a banking as a service strategy for standard uh, chartered and for fair price group, it's them launching a brand um, and a business to provide financial products to uh, their customers. And uh, fair price group is a, um, a uh, collective, um, I believe it's, you know, essentially personal goods like groceries and, and other types of things. Um, anyway, I think it's, I can't remember exactly the number, but let's say it's got 3 million clients, uh, customers. Um, and so now for someone like Standard Charter, they have access to, you know, provide banking solutions to those customers. Very different strategy. They don't own the customer relationship. And it's a success uh, in both of these cases. It's a, it's a success. The one thing that uh, they did say in the podcast, um, uh, because I believe 11FS helped them with either one or both of these, that um, they uh, you know learned from doing mocks. Then they you know might have done some things differently uh, when they went to launch Trust. Um, perhaps maybe they didn't you know anticipate that they were going to be launching a second. Um, you know, digital banking product uh, in, in a market. So anyway, hope this is helpful, but like this is, you know, look at this as a very, you know, mature, capable, you know, innovation strategy for an organization that's been at it for a while. But this is what you're, this is what you're, you know, sort of setting your sights for if you're an organization that really needs to change the way you do things. Um, and uh, yeah. Hope you enjoyed this and uh, we'll see you on the next one.